Hello, 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 hello. What's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back, guys. This is Derek and Shelly. But to mean, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> of course, I stutter on my intro. Demonic Phoenix back at you guys here to talk about AEW's recent Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which was amazing. Yep, it was Memorial Day weekend. They did the smart thing. They did a pay-per-view on a Sunday night, a traditional thing. But yeah. we still had the next day off, so everybody was able to party. It was a great Memorial Day weekend. <clears throat> it was a great show, start to finish. Yes. Um, even the pre-show was pretty damn awesome, if you ask me. Yeah, and I was really surprised. For me, the MVP of the night, though, hands down, the crowd. Oh, of course. 100% I mean... a full capacity crowd. Fantastic show. Brought the energy. Made... There, it's like there's always been something missing from wrestling, but it's like now it's like those echoes of silence are gone. <laughs> and I am so glad. Well, <clears throat> it's not the usual crowd that... Well, it's the first crowd we've had at full capacity since COVID has struck last year. Mm-hmm. And it was really great to hear what the crowd is actually saying, not just tweeting about it, yep. but actually vocalizing it. And it was really amazing how, um, I don't know, when we get into the match, I'll, I'll talk about it, where the crowd definitely made an impact. I'll, I'll bring that the up. Audible? The Audible? The Audible. I know, I know what you're talking about. There was an audible. Um, I don't think that's what I'm talking about. All right, well, we'll f- it's about Jungle Boy. Is that the audible? That's the audible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so, um, yeah, for the pre-show, it was really amazing. I thought that it was going to be a squash match, and like Serena Deep was just going to have her way for like five minutes and just beat Riho. But Riho put up a really good fight, and I, I'm really, really not a fan of Riho. Like I don't get the talent, but she I'm there has with you. the she has the stamina mm-hmm. and the agility. Mm-hmm. So that's what she has. And for me, that's all she really got because her character and personality, I'm, I can't get attached to her. Serena Deep, she's cool, but I feel, she, I feel like she's like that kick-ass soccer mom. You I know, feel, yeah. she's kind of a little like, oh, okay, she's a heel now and See, stuff. For, but she's not a for scary Rio, heel. Rio, for me, is like that... Uh, She's got that Japanese style, so it's hard to transition that into an American opponent. Yeah, definitely. It's different styles, different uh, culture. and But when it comes to that, with culture, like, what can I say? Who was the guy that recently uh, challenged Moxley from New Japan for the belt? Oh, wow. See, this guy I had no idea about. He had one performance that I seen him do. I don't even do. remember his name. All right, but he had one performance I seen him do, mm-hmm. and he was more memorable to me than Riho. See, they I don't remember his name, but they put on a fantastic match. It was a great old school wrestling match. He was a great character. Mm-hmm. He there's there's ways of how you display your character. For me, Riho is just there to look cute, and she's just a cute doll that wrestles. I want to see her be gritty. I. You know. I, I mean, I don't need to see her gritty. Like, she's cute as being, like, that little baby doll, literal baby face. But it's, like, bland for me. That's like, give her some kind of uh, training where she can do some crazy submission or some kind of fancy flip-de-doo basils. See, or, I don't me, know. Like, for me, I think she needs more of, like, a smash-mouth style. 
I think she needs... What's Smash Mouth? Uh, like, more of like uh, Eddie Kingston or a Moxley type of style. She, uh, well... Like, put her talent with... A, mix her with like a Moxley. I just want... And I feel like you would actually have somebody who is more reputable in the ring than just someone who can go the mile and actually wrestle for like 20 minutes. It's cool that she can wrestle for 20 minutes, but I don't feel any conviction when she wrestles. Right. That's my problem. She does have a lot of good close calls. I'll say that. Oh, there were but... plenty of false finishes that night <clears throat> with that That match. was great. Yeah, that was great. But like... That was actually the one match that I didn't mind all the false finishes, to be honest, because... Oh, it, it was exciting. It made me more excited for the night. It got me into the match, and I loved it. So there are certain ways to do false finishes, and then there are certain ways not to do false finishes. Yeah. Um, there's a match later on. We'll talk about that later on. I didn't like all those false finishes. Um, <laughs> but, yo, know, for me, the crowd was on fire. We saw Deeb do something for the first time that I don't think anyone's ever seen. That oh. double dragon screw uh, leg sweep. Was it in, wasn't it off the rope? She did um, it off she, the top she rope? She did it off the top rope, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Absolutely. Man. You know, like, I started to really appreciate wrestling lately because of seeing how these performers go these crazy miles to perform the way they can and this is what made me drown wwe out is because it didn't give me this kind of agility that a wrestler can have yeah so it really is risky it's really dangerous there was a few times where i was just like oh my gosh she could have broken her neck she could have broken her twisted her ankle but they performed really well and i really enjoyed the whole match i thought it was a great par for par and i gave it like Four and a half out of five. I, I I agree with you. Four and a half out of five. Only thing I didn't like about it was that why Rio? Like because it, it came Rio out of nowhere. Is that opponent that can go that much. She can yeah. last the twenty minutes. So um, for me, and, it was just like out of left field. Yo, you would think that that field. little that 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 she she's such a small figure. Yeah. You would think that tiny little baby doll would like not do well, and she beat. Fucking Nyla Rose for the damn belt. She's Let's been not wrestling forget. since she was like 14 or 12 or something. Exactly. So she has that agility and stamina. I just want her to have. See, what I would really love to have is for them to introduce what they already. It's to introduce more what they already have, which is they did Alex with Penta. Mm hmm. Alex was a translator for Penta. I want these Japanese, anybody coming from anywhere, Spanish, Japanese, wherever you're from, you German, you British, you French, whatever you are, you want to come, you want to talk, you're not good with the, with the foreign language, yo, have conviction in your language and have that other person be your side piece that is there to be your mouth. Put Vicky Guerrero with someone, yo. I mean, exactly. I, she's with Nyla Rose, but it's like, give Vicky Guerrero a Well, they have her. their thing. They like, have their thing that's like gimmicky and it's sad right now. I don't yeah. know why the fuck they're making her a gimmick right now, but it, what, whatever. Yep, have like Andrade come out with Vicky. I hope. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. But um, for now, I would. I wish that Riho could have like a mouthpiece, like some kind of girl like... Uh, was there someone named Kyrie? Kyrie Zane. Kyrie Zane. Somebody yeah. like her to come out and just talk for her. I feel you. Like she said, like you da da da, you know, and that well, you know it, it, she defends herself as a face like way, the way other faces do. We have plenty of people who came from Japan who can speak Japanese, who have had uh, ten years in New Japan wrestling and have had to learn the language that mm -hmm. are American. You know, like 
Well, to each his own. Not you know, everyone like, should be recommend. Uh, not recommended. Not everyone should feel like obligated. Yeah. To do so, but that's what I'm saying. I want them to get rid of that obligation that you need to know English. Give her no. Jake the Snake. Yeah. Give her like a Chris Jericho. Yes. Give her a good translator. Because look at what they did. Look at what Taz did for Cage. A Taz. Look at what what Jake did for Archer. Everybody gave people boosts, and you don't need just Paul Heyman because I wish and pray to God Paul Heyman will come in and have a war out with fucking Gu Vicky Guerrero. Look with the you know? but we'll future see, of WWE know. right now, he could be leaving too. For all we oh, know. Oh gosh, of course he's leaving. Come on, now. Um, that's another the story. The ship is sinking. It's so sad. I'm really distraught by it. I'm really upset by it. But I really hope that wherever these guys go, that roster on Raw and SmackDown, I hope that they really get to be showcased wherever they go. We'll talk about those roster people later on, actually. Yeah. Nah, they, this is all about double or nothing right now. So with the first match of the night, after I'm, the pre-show... Hangman versus Brian Cage was phenomenal. Cage versus Cage. This match sold me even harder than... The first match they had against each other. Yeah, I didn't get to see much of their first match oh, together, but this, this was definitely match. fun. I was like, wow, Hangman could hang. Uh-huh. Hangman can hang. Yo, that hanged man fucking suplex from the outside of the ring, inside oh, the ring was that's phenomenal. that's right. That's right. Yo, I need a pen right now. I need you, to write that down. That's our... That's that our hanged story. man? Yeah. Oh. Hang, no. Hangman can hang. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, here's a pencil. I don't know Get if that works. That's oh, work. you guys. He gave me a whacked out blue I gave her a pencil wonky that's shit. like broken. Crappity, crappity, I have crap. like 5,000 pens that are we, like right within so his reach. so many pens and pencils in this I'm room. trying to rip open a box to use. Uh, of course, you picked <laughs> something that's not a pen. Yeah. Here's a pencil that actually has a point. Oh. It's a 4-H, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, with this match, I thought it was phenomenal. The crowd went crazy for it also. Um, they had great back and forth between each other. Um, they did. They had... I was actually surprised at the chemistry they had. I loved the false finishes for this match. Oh, man. I didn't know who... I loved both, and I didn't know who to cheer for. That was the thing. I feel like we got to a point with Brian Cage where we want to cheer for him, and now we're seeing this, heel, this uh, babyface turn... With him leaving Team Taz and trying to do things on his own. This is the point where you I just, can you just, flip someone. You just made me realize that he's turning face. Yeah. Ill. Oh. But aw. <laughs> you, you know what? How many times do you say he's such a teddy bear? Or he wolf? He is a teddy bear. You know, bear. like... He's I do a, say wolf a lot, you guys. Yeah. Like, oh my god, wolf. <laughs> I don't like those, like, body types that he has, but... It's something about him and his personality, I guess. Like he's just—he just seems like an interesting person. Yeah. So, um, with this match itself, it radiates that orange glow. There were a couple of moves that I fucking loved. I loved the avalanche F5, the top rope F5. Yo, they reversed the moves on each other. I, I liked when Hangman did the F5 onto Yo, him. Oh my god, I was. Like, I no! loved his buckshot attempt. On he, to Hangman. He almost had the buckshot Larry. And it's like, yo, he's a big man that can do these fucking flips and be so, have so much agility that I think we're at a point where our music just stopped, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> the rain has stopped us. That we're at a point where, yo, he can step up to the plate and he can actually uh, go up against maybe a Miro. 
or a Kenny. For sure. I would you know? love to see him definitely go up somewhere against somebody strong, Archer, Miro, anybody like that. Like, it was crazy. Like, we'll get into that Archer-Miro match, you know? But definitely to go for the big guys, Will Hobbs. Mm-hmm. You got... Um, he's definitely going after Ricky Starks first. Like, I know he's not a big guy, but you know what? But Ricky Gann, he I think he's trying to... He looked like he's trying to build up to get Ricky there. Gann gains, I'll tell you that much, but... We are having technical difficulties with our musica. Yeah, don't worry about the music. We can keep it going, though, without it. We that good. You oh, see? We that good that it brought it right back. <laughs> so... There you go. <laughs> we're definitely seeing that... Uh, Well, first off, the ending, we had Hangman win... My thing I loved where we did see that actual face turn coming was that he refused to use the belt on Hangman. He refused to hit him with the FTW belt. And that's where it's like, look, I can do it on my own. I can do it by myself. I don't need anyone else. He was like, yo, why are you interrupting me? That was the whole stipulation anyway. He was not supposed to be out there. Yep. He asked for no one to be, no one from Team Taz to be there and to make sure that he can do this all by himself. And they are initially the reason why he lost. He fucked it up completely. He, they ruined everything for him. Yep. He had the match in the bag. He was this close. Ricky interfered. This close to winning. Starks versus Cage is going to happen. Oh, if this, he doesn't quit yet. If it's not at all out, it's going to be at another big uh, free pay-per-view show on Dynamite. Put Probably. it that way. Yeah, I could see that. But to me, I love this build-up, and I am super stoked to see where we go with it. Yeah. So, (laughs) Adam Page won with that buckshot lariat in the end and gave us a great ending to the match. Um, He's moving up in the ranks now. I'm pretty sure he's number one in the ranks I love he cheered a fan. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. That was cool. First time he was able to cheer as a fan. I mean... My trauma from COVID like got me like, oh my god, he's running COVID. But you know, they they I'm pretty sure that they did they did a lot of um, precautions to getting people in because they knew that it was a packed house. Plus, it's Florida. Florida is just like oh, wild. Like, now. Yo, we doing whatever. <laughs> so for me, it was a little nerve wracking, but it was great to see like interaction with the crowd and. He had, like, this very Steve Austin moment with his beard. It was pretty cool. I was like, oh, this is, like, you know, the Hangman generation, too. So I'm really enjoying Hangman Page. And also a big congratulations because he's going to be a dad. Yeah, actually today. News dropped that he is going to be a daddy. He's going to be a daddy. Congratulations Congratulations. to Hangman and his family. Baby cowboy. Baby cowboy shit. All the baby cowboy shit he got to deal with. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) man. Oh, I just got a picture in my head, like yeah. uh, drawing Doing a in my head. Doing a little poop with cowboy boots. Um, a, a little cowboy in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> cowboy in a diaper. Um, so, the next up... That's going to be a big baby apparel. Yeah. <laughs> next up, we had uh, Kingston and Moxley versus the Young Bucks for the tag team titles. Oh, man, this was so much fun. This was a lot of fun. First so off, the match didn't fun. even start until like five minutes after the entrances. Yeah, like, I know. They were like going at it. They destroyed everyone. <laughs> um, Kingston, uh, Kingston, bravo! You had your biggest crowd chant. Oh my ever. god! I loved it. I loved it so much. I thought that, I really thought that Moxley would have won over the crowd. He got a lot of good cheers, but Kingston had his name called a lot, and I was like, yes, because he's the best. Kingston is the 
uh, I love that the baby good. face of the century right now. Oh man, I love him. I Everybody love so loves much. him. He's that Cinderella story. He turned oh, from very good much so. to bad. I mean, from bad to good, and now he's realigned with his friends. It's that eyebrow. It's some, the eyebrow. He's got that Bronx eyebrow. It's, it's the eyebrow. And look, I love him. I love his style. I love Yo, his attitude. Every, I love his he has uh, every, maneuvers in the ring. I love the way he sells. He has every borough of New York, if you think about it. When he talks, he talks like he's from every fucking borough. Oh, my God. He talks like he's from Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, New York, and Staten Island. That means he's from Bronx because he's got that every little bit in him. Wouldn't that be Manhattan? Because Manhattan basically connects all the boroughs. Yes. Actually, Brook, Brooklyn connects all the boroughs. Brooklyn does connect all Isn't the he boroughs. from Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I do. I don't know anymore. I'm such I, a fan. I, I don't fucking know I, shit. I, I'm a Mark, guys. Not I mean, to, I'm not proud to I'm be a Mark. I'm not stalker in, like Whatever. situation right now. I'm not like, where is he from? I mean, we do hear them announce it all the time, but I don't know. I know Taz is from Brooklyn. Uh, I'm always lit when we're watching the show, so it's like I don't pay attention half the I'm time. I'm a fucking mark. Anyway. No, not true. I pay attention most of the time. But, um, but yeah, the, this the match, like Kingston Unless, sells so well. I agree with you 100% on what you said just now that um, how he sells, how he performs, how he is. Yeah. He's just such a great entertainer. It's um, so fun to always watch Kingston, no matter what he's doing. There was one point where the Bucks hit the Indy Taker onto Moxley oh, yeah. on the ramp. Uh, I got a little like cautious. I was like, "Yo, Mox looked like his neck like kind of bent the wrong way," and I was like, "Oh, Ooh, I was scared for a minute. I was scared." I for might a not minute. have caught that. Yeah, I was like a little like worried about it personally. Um, oh, but if not, then he sold it great. Put it that way, you know, like that. That means he put on a great match. Um, what pissed me off the most about this match? The referee. Oh my We're god! Going they need back to train, into the, these They refs. need to train these refs, man, because Aubrey is like the only one I enjoy. Uh huh. She's the only one that seems accurate to me. So um, all the other people. No, there's one more. Uh, the one I like is the. Is it the bald one? Rick Knox. Rick Knox was the friggin' uh. No, I know that he in was. This one. I know that in. Okay, so guys, in BTE. Rick Knox was paid off by the Bucks to call the match the way it was. Uh, all right, so here's what to I'm... play off how bad he was. Okay, so it wasn't him. I guess it's the blonde guy. Cause I don't like the dude with the bangs, and I don't like the older guy. I don't. Know There's like who... another one. I don't know who. He got blondish hair. I'm not sure. Is it Knox and he's shaved? I don't know. Listen, the only good ref is Aubrey. Yeah, bottom line. Aubrey. They need to let Aubrey be the ref for everything and like Aubrey to train people they need, on the timing they of need the a coach counts. for the referees. They need a backstage count, coach for referees. Their count. Or whoever's directing them backstage to stop talking in their ear and let them do their fucking job. Yeah. So, um. Unless it's an emergency kind of shit, you know? Knox basically like saw. The young bucks hit Eddie with the shoe. Uh huh. The second shoe. Yeah. And just completely ignored it. Like no, in the just, ring. no DQ. Just ignored whatsoever. it in the ring. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. really pissed me off. Yeah. Um, the four BTE triggers to Moxley for the win. That oh, was like man. OD. Yeah. That was OD kill. Um, 
I do like the Moxie got busted open with the freaking aerosol can. Oh, yeah, yo. Like, how hard and what kind of... That's like, what I was thinking. What kind of edge was that? Like, I don't know, man. And the like, angle, yo. Like, to hit him and bust him open like that. So, Young Bucks, we knew they were going to win. This yeah. is a given, no matter yeah. what. Um, still such a fun match to watch. It was absolutely. so fun to see. Th- this was that Smash Mouth style that I love. And Moxley and Kingston, they got it. Look, they're not going to be tag team champions right now. But I could see like Moxley going after another title. I We have Moxley defending his title right now. We can see Kingston going for another title. He'd go after Miro. Like, he's not going to go after Kenny. We can no. see him go into another... He, he could cross the Forbidden Door, go to Impact, go to New Japan, like, show up somewhere else. So, I'm looking forward to see where Kingston ends up. Um, no matter what, I love his promo work. Always phenomenal job. Always on key. Always on point. So, this loss isn't even, like, striking me as a loss. It's just him being put onto a higher platform now. Yeah, definitely a big push for him. And Mm -hmm. I really hope that he pulls through and keeps excelling the way he does because he's so fun to watch. And he's, like, part of that whole, like, when he's on a promo, I can't wait to hear the kind of shit that he's going to say. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter who he's with because he elevates everyone that he's with when he's present in the room. It's really great. So, no matter how much I love this match, I gave it a three and a half out of five. Really? Why? Just because of the ref. The ref tarnished it so much for me. Like, a referee is a key part and essential part of a match. And the fact that he just, like... Was this the one where... Was this the match that I was saying? I wish they ended it the way... He did a tombstone. No, it was a tombstone. No, that was the Britt Baker. Sorry. I just remember what it was. No, but they they did prolong it a little. Mm-hmm. I felt like I agree with you with the ref, but I gave it like a four out of five. Okay. I thought it was a lot of fun, especially because of Eddie and the way they played it off. I didn't actually catch that part where the ref noticed the shoes. Yeah, he looked at it and then he still counted. He still counted. And I'm like, all right, so this is where we're at. Um, look, I guess, and I get that fucking angle on, on BTE now. I get the angle on BTE now, but it's like, tighten the fuck up now. Like, stop yeah. using BTE as an excuse. They right. used it as an excuse last year with Matt Seidel and Michael Nakazawa with the fucking oil on the top turnbuckle when yeah. he debuted in the Casino Battle Royal. I, I don't want to see them fixing their shit. I would just don't want them to fuck up like that. I, I mean, it's a good... It's a good way they do. Yeah. It's a good way to recover because they owning their mistakes, you know, by doing that. That's how I see it. To me, it's they just need to. If they're gonna own their mistakes, they need to actually fix their mistakes. Don't okay, but yet, don't mock it this week and then next week do the same shit. Right. Exactly. You know, follow up on your mock up. And on your mock up. I don't think they're gonna fo- be able to follow up. Not with that. that not way. with those refs. I. I um, oh my god. So, speaking of Casino Battle Royal, that was the next matchup. Oh my goodness. Lots of fun. Lots and lots and lots of fun. Max Castor on the mic. Um, oh man, Max. Ripping, ripping on Kay, on uh, Christian. On everybody. Bottom line, Max Castor always like impresses me. Uh, yeah, I, I love him. Um, agreed, he's always agreed, fun. Agreed. I actually shushed hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. everyone in the room <laughs> when he came out because I was like, I need to hear what he's going to say. I need to hear what he's going to say. 
And Yo, I know. We're like, shh, shh, shh. Let's see what he's gonna spit now. And it's always some fucking crazy shit. I love it. I definitely love him. I love his uh, attitude, his dynamic. I love that he's like, yeah, I'm a lazy ass rapper. I'm gonna say what I gotta say, and then I'm gonna do it this way. And he oh, said, "Yo, okay. like ten times." I, oh, <laughs> he got nervous he was, in front of the fucking no, crowd. No, he was I trying like. to get somebody's attention. Ah. He's like, look at me, look at me. I think it was too Christian, wasn't okay. it? Okay. He was to somebody. That makes sense. He's like, yo, yo, look at me, look at me, yo. <laughs> and he didn't want to look at him, so he was saying that shit for a minute. Like, you ain't nothing unless you got, <laughs> like, without an edge or something like, like that. Like, you need to make eye contact with me so I could rip your soul with my words. <laughs> yo, literally, he's the, I think, is great for the definition of murdered by words. Mm. Ooh. But, yeah. So within this match, what I loved seeing was the build-up for Nick Camarado versus uh, Dustin itself. <laughs> they they built up. They're fighting each other now this week on Dynamite on Friday night. Um, they're going to be in a bull rope match, which that's what he Nick Camarado attacked Dustin with. Um, th- if this bull rope match is anything like the dog strap match or like the bunkhouse match, oh my god, I want blood. <laughs> I, I I just want blood. That would be great. I, I love blood. I I have a bloodlust, and I love it. Um, I blame Game of Thrones. No, I I blame ECW. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you said ECW. I'm like, nah. I say like maybe all the horror movies I watched. So but, yeah, this was a this was a really fun match. Everybody involved was really fun. Um, they set up a build up with Christian versus Matt Hardy. Oh, yes, that's right. So I'm all down for this match. No one out there knows each other better than the two of them. And then they further went forward with this whole rivalry. Matt Hardy called Christian out on, uh, what's called? On BTE. (laughs) Now, (laughs) uh, Private Party are going against Jungle Boy and Christian Cage on Friday night for Dynamite. Broken but not broke. I love that post Yo, by the way. That was great. So Matt Hardy got it. He got it. He still got it, man. Even Christian too. Mm-hmm. They really got it. That's what I'm saying. I was like, "Yo, the age doesn't matter. It's your yes. attitude towards your delivery and your passion for what you're doing." Yep. And uh, everybody in AEW looks about like they have fun. Age. Look at Sting, 62 fucking years old. And he looks like he's having fun. Have fun. That's what it's about. He had the time of his life. He's like, "This little kid reminds me of me when I was young. I'm a mentor him." Da 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 da. That's not how he sounds, but you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, this, this is my old man voice. Like, yeah, I'm going to make sure I take care of him. That's I don't like know that, why it uh, sounds like Danny Glover. I was going to say, why you sound like Danny Glover right now? <laughs> too old for this shit. <laughs> That's exactly why, bro. I'm too old for this shit. So anyway. I love Pentagon's outfit. He was wearing the Joker outfit. Oh, man. It was Pentagon. Pe- Penta Pe- El Cero Penta. I, I typed in Penta. And it typed <laughs> in Pentagon autocorrect. Pentagon. I'm looking at my notes. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so for me, it felt like Christian went into this match becoming the winner, right? Oh, totally. This I, is I the had, audible that I was talking I about. I had my money on Christian the whole night. I was like, oh, Christian's going to do it because he's been fighting his way up to get to the, you know, way of getting to 
Kenny and challenging him for the AEW Championship belt. But he was the number one entrant as well, dude, and it's like I did not expect uh-huh. this happen. Okay, please define to me what an audible is. A change of plan at last second. Oh, yeah, it's a then football thing. It is an audible. Yeah, because so, yo, I thought you meant. This is what I thought an audible was. This is very silly. I thought an audible was that one person that's the plant in the crowd to get people to cheer. Oh no, that, that's that's legit a plant. That's just a plant. Um, so, okay, but still, that's my. So naive throughout this match, it seemed knowledge. like Christian was gonna win, but the moment Jungle Boy came out, everybody was he, cheering for him. Yo, people saying that. I think they, they were sang singing that his song louder than Wild Thing. Of course they did. They were cheering Kingston's name louder than they were singing wild thing yeah that's um, true too but it got to a point where the final five were there and anytime christian came in control everybody was booing it yeah no booing no, it. no 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 Boo give it, it to jungle boy I, I really feel like that they just gave it to jungle boy because everybody was cheering for him anytime he had gained momentum and <laughs> if this was an audible in tony khan's hands phenomenal audible because yeah, like, Tony Khan's like, with it. Yo, I love it. Listen, Christian, I'm sorry, but this crowd wants Jungle Boy, and Christian was like, "Do it." Yeah. And he sold him, put him over, and Jungle Boy performed phenomenally. I was bored of him for a while, but man, that that chemistry he had with Christian at the end, I was like, "Oh shit, for real, he's gonna do this. He's gonna make it." And he do did. Do you know my MVP of this match? Who? Leah Rush. Oh. Leo fucking Rush. Bro, I had to take a minute before I realized who it was because I was like, I know that name. But he don't look at all like what I thought Leo Rush would look like. Oh, my and God. And I had to imagine him with, like, no hair because he came in with twisties. I was like, yo, yeah. he grew out his hair. I was like, oh, my God, someone I know. Well, he's part of the MLW roster. We know that okay. the Forbidden Door is open. Um, we do have, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, uh, from the Varsity Blondes, from the Varsity Garrison or no, Pillman. Pillman. Pillman is from MLW as well, so he goes back and forth. So ah. it was only about time that he came and fucking Leo. Well, somebody Rush. from MLW came and debuted. So Leo Rush came in, looked phenomenal. I just found out that him versus Chris Bayer is happening in the next oh, two weeks. Snap, so that's gonna be phenomenal. That's oh, in June. Hype. I'm hype. very hyped for that. <laughs> the little bit that you saw of uh, Leo Rush, put that Dude, with that Chris kid, Bay. That kid is great. Oh my god, that's gonna be match of the year I for see, me right and there. And I saw him in WWE, and I'm like, oh man. He was a mouthpiece in WWE, he, you know, he like he was good, but yo, he was this tiny little thing, and he came he's out of nowhere. Still with a tiny little thing. He got good agility, though, and yo, now he's moonsaulting and shit. I'm like, bro. But that's what Vince does. He I'm doesn't. I'm trying to her not to yell. He I, I doesn't allow his roster to be innovative or have ingenuity. No, he had to have it his way, and look uh -huh. where he got him. Nowhere. Now Leo Rush is part of MLW. Say he, he had a huge pop. Everybody was going crazy for him. And yeah. I thought it was a great way to introduce everybody to Leo Rush 2.0. You know? Um, I like that. Yeah. Leo Rush 2.0, definitely. So, we have Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega coming up in the next couple of weeks. Kenny Omega's not going to lose to Jungle Boy. 
um, not by a long shot, but I do expect a phenomenal match. Last time we had something of this caliber, it was Chris Jericho versus Jungle Boy. And, right. And and he had a big pop-up with him, too. And everyone thought it was going to be a squash match, and everybody thought wrong. Every it, He went into the match, he shocked the world, and he's going to do it again. He's going to come this close to winning, but Kenny's going to pull a Kenny, and he's going to just sneak out the win, just like he snuck out the win in the triple threat match. For sure. Which we'll talk about that after. Um, so... My question to you right now is with Christian getting those boos from a live crowd, do we turn him heel or do we keep him face? Um, do we have to see more of a fan reaction, see where he is, see how they plant him? I think that. See where the crowd is planting him because people, okay, when it came to um, crowds getting introduced, that was during Christian's debut. Yeah. And people were not really hyped, hyped or happy about it. They were like, ah. And there was some, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like, all right. We knew this. Yeah. But this is not what we wanted. Mm-hmm. We wanted someone else. But okay. Yeah. You know, but um, I think that it would be best for the crowd to allow Christian to figure out where his place is. And still meddle around throughout the back and figure out where his dynamic is and where he's going next because um, I don't think this was like a robbed opportunity for him. I think they could still build him up to still challenge Kenny for the belt. But let's see how it would be if it is with him being face, heel, or neutral, which I think he's probably going to end up being neutral. He's got to be neutral at this point. Especially if people are booing him. Like the first two big nights that he's been there. Yeah. Like, let's see who he goes against next. Put him against... Anyone, and we'll see how the crowd decides. Um, so we had Cody, Cody Rhodes. I mean, Cody. Yeah, Cody. Cody, <laughs> Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. What'd you think? Oi. What'd you think? So it did what I thought it would do. Okay. They played out some boxing moves, and Cody busts out his wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, not all bad. I, Just it, to rate the other match, uh, we didn't rate the it. battle royal. We didn't rate the battle royal. I gave it a four. Four? Yeah, I gave it a four. I gave that shit four and a half out of it, five it, it because was very of that enjoyable. audible, yo. Okay. I was like, yo, I love that they paid attention to the crowd. It's smart wrestling. They listened to the crowd. They gave the crowd what they wanted because if they didn't, if they had Christian, they would have had an uproar. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure people would have left. And and some people were like, I don't even want to watch the Kenny and other people fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to watch nothing, but. Um, Let's put it this way. They listen to the, the way crowd. Vince I it was puts so it. Great that's what's best for business. Exactly. You listen there to your you crowd. Go. Listen. He didn't listen. He didn't listen because there was so many times I heard the crowd cheering for that one person, and they gave it to the other one, and everybody didn't even boo. Remember when? You know what's the saddest thing? Is that you don't even get a boo. You mm-hmm. don't get a reaction. There's no energy going to you. And to me. That's silence is much worse than getting booed because boos are cheers from ghosts. <laughs> Sharon Needle said itself. Look, so to me, I I 100% think that that was phenomenal because it was great that they did that. There was a few years ago where Vince Hunter and Stephanie and Shane McMahon came out on a Monday Night Raw and said they're now gonna start listening to the crowd and what they want, and yeah. they never did. What did they do? This is doing that in a nutshell. I love it. I thought it was great. But yes. um, the Ogogo versus Cody match. Yes. I loved Cody's gear. 
I love the way he came out. It, his outfit looked phenomenal. Um, cool. The belt looked fucking dope as hell. His weight belt. Um, I, I like the, new dream, the, the match. The American Dream. Yeah. Finally came Dustin out. Dustin sold it. I like the match, but I don't think it was proper usage of the American Dream. How so? A go-go doesn't feel like the right partner for that yet. It, like I feel like it should have been like a bigger stake, like, like a bigger claim match. Like I, I don't know, you know, like if he was going for like a title, like or if he had like a bigger grudge. Somebody. But what title would he go for at this point? Uh, you There's know nothing what? left. It would have to be somewhere else. Like I get it, he owns the name. But like, go for like the IWGP title. Go for something, you know. Like, I, mean, I, I know I thought it was look, great because of it being a British person who came in, who laid his flag on him. Like, listen, let me tell you something. I you may it. have killed me as the American Nightmare and laid me down as that, but I have risen and I came back as the American Dream. So for me, that's the only reason. Because if it had been something else, then it would have been whack. But I agree with you that it could have been better with it being. For like a title match or some kind of um, challenge for for a match. Um, I I I like the beginning of the match. I'll put it that way. I like seeing a go go. I like seeing his style. I like seeing the way that he was actually able to maneuver in the ring besides just doing a couple of punches. You know, like yeah. um, I I kind of wish Cody lost. They weren't going to make him lose I, on getting his I name. I get and it. Because it's Memorial Day weekend and, yes. and this and that. But it's like, yo, you built up a monster and then you defeated him with not even your finishing move. That's what I didn't like you about know, it. I like, didn't like about that. I didn't like that you didn't even do the crossroads and have him, and have him down and then just... Drape the American flag over him like that's the American dream, yo. Like, cause yeah. that's America all the way. Like, I'd rather have him hit the crossroads and, like you said, draped over an American flag. Yeah. But get a little bit of uh, like a uh, redemption for America for itself. For what? For what? Um, a go-go did last time. Yeah, of but course. But this match know? was like only ten minutes, eight minutes. You know, like. I didn't expect Gogo to like last that long, though. Uh, that's why I felt like it should have been someone else that he used the American Dream uh, match on, because but, I. But, but who's in, who's somebody? Give me somebody. Uh, I, 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 off the top of my head, I don't know. Oh. You know, like I rather have it maybe been like Miro. <laughs> uh, Miro, you know, well, you because got the TNT belt. And that's the belt that Cody wants to go for usually now. That's the only belt that he says matters to him. So why not? Get. Why not do it against Miro instead of a go-go? Miro and him could have gone the distance, could have gone a whole twenty minutes, you know, like instead of like a shitty well, eight-minute match, and then you gave me a crap finish. Weren't there rumors that they're going to introduce a new belt? Uh, well, he did come out saying we're getting a belt, a new belt. He said it this week. We're getting new belts where it's. For multi men, oh. multi people in the triple, ring. Triple. So it might be the triple, or it might be women's tag, but I highly doubt we're anywhere near a women's tag belt. Um, I hope yeah, it's the a triples, triangle. The triples division, I love it. I can't wait. We see trios every single, maybe every other week, going up against it, and they're teasing it. Okay. You know, 
Yeah, I know. They've been doing the uh, three on three for a long time, and it'd be really great to see something different like that, like a triple threat match with triple belts on the Trios. line. Yeah. Like, it'd be three, 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 three. Like, oh. But yeah, I think that would be interesting and cool. Well, that's how New Japan has it. They got the six-man tag belts, and I'm really hoping that they do introduce it soon. But also, I'm hopeful that they do introduce a new belt for their new show, for Rampage. You oh, know? that's right. Let they them got have the Friday night show. Yeah, because if they have another belt, then Cody could go do something else besides just sitting in the, uh, the wings Rampage. and the sitting Rampage. in the rafters and the waiting Rampage for Sting. Belt? Does that sound right? The Rampage belt? The Rampage title? The Rampage title. I don't know. It's fucking rage! <laughs> The next match of the night after all that craziness um, was uh, definitely one of the ones I was looking forward to. Okay. And it was Miro versus Archer. Yo. Strongman versus Strongman. I loved this match. Oh, my god. More gosh. than I thought I would, to be honest. Same. Same, 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 same. So, uh, it was two giants battling it out. It, it was phenomenal. Both of them hit, like, signature moves. You had friggin', uh... What's his name? Archer doing that backwards moonsault off the top rope, as always. Yeah. Um, they were just going tit for tat. Yeah, and definitely. Oh, man. I thought, you know, because Archer has height. Yeah. But, man, Miro has strength, yo. Strength beyond he belief. He trains. And, you know what? Putting him with Archer was the best thing ever. Because you put Miro over so hard. So yeah, hard. Yeah, with the murder hawk? Yeah. Shit. Um, my only concern with that is the way Lance Archer looks at this point. Like, he loses to everyone like, now. what do you mean? He's just losing to everyone at this point. And I'm at a point where it's like, he's kind of a glorified jobber right now. Yeah? Yeah. Like, when was the last uh, major big match that he won? You're right on that part. I, don't, I can't really say at the moment, but... Um... Any pay-per-view match that he's gone into, he's lost. At this point. Yeah, he's been challenging many people, but has been on a losing streak, right? Um, I... Which is a disappointment, but I we know that... It is. We know that Miro was definitely going to retain the title. Yeah, he had to. There was no doubt about you it. You know, he's going to have that title for a while, and I hope he mm -hmm. does. Me too. And um, I think for his first opponent being Archer... At a pay-per-view? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Set yo, the house on fire. Yo, he made him pass out. I mean, yo, all the fancy shit that Archer could do. It was David versus Goliath. Mm -hmm. And David was pretty fucking jacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David was in the fucking gym for a little bit, yo. Jim was, uh... Jim. Uh, David was pumping some iron. But, to me, I cannot believe how, uh... The crowd was actually chanting for Miro. Like, you got this uber fucking heel, but no Yo, matter people, what. People know he deserved it, man. And everybody just wanted to see him. Yeah. Everybody wanted to see this version of him. So, I gave it a four out of five. Yes, for I thought sure. it was a phenomenal match. I gave it four and a half out of five. Wow. Because, yo, I love both. I I was also, again, torn between both competitors, knowing what the result was going to be. Mm -hmm. Still had a great time watching the entire match. Was Couldn't keep my eyes off of it. Loved it entirely. Um, right now, 
the direction I want them to go with Miro. Open door challenge. Weekly challenge, just like Cody did. But, I guess. But I want a heel version of it. Or maybe We're, every other week, if not every week. Yeah, like bi-monthly defenses. Yeah. You know, like bring in someone. You have your forbidden door open, like just like Cody did. Bring in someone who's a big face every week. Like, bring in a Leo Rush, you How know? great would it be if Miro became a boat collector himself? Oh, man. Miro will get there soon one day. <laughs> everybody who's been in WWE has had their day. Oh, they Kenny. Will. Oh, man. I see you have too many belts. I'll take one away. <laughs> that might be a big showdown. Kenny versus Miro. Shit. Title for title. Tit for tat. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> The only thing I didn't like about the match, I mean, I liked it and I didn't like it, was that fake snakes uh, segment. Uh, but they, they're not going to bring out a snake because you no, know how many course. people are going to be, how many animal rights activists are going to be like, oh my God, that poor snake. Why would you do that to a snake? I know. I'm just Why waiting. Why would you stress an animal out in an environment that is not built for I'm, it? I'm not See? against it. I'm. I mean, bring out a real snake. I'm happy it wasn't a real snake that Miro fucking threw. <laughs> <laughs> but That's why they didn't. I, I am Because they knew he was going to throw it. <laughs> for the next uh, but they take the snake moment where he, someone snake. gets friggin' bit. Just like uh, yeah, oh, that was the warrior. Cool. I think it was the warrior. That was not cool. Like, that shit was out of control. That's probably what stopped it, right? Is that what stopped him bringing out the real snakes? Or did he keep bringing out no, real snakes after that? No, he kept snakes out after that. Wow, because 90s didn't give a fuck. Yeah, no, they don't give a fuck. 80s like and 90s love that shit. But yeah, you know, now we're getting it, but with safety measures. Mm -hmm. We got doctors and professionals on side and on call and watching and everything. And speaking of doctors, the next match. D-M-D. It's the DMD generation. The doctors finally in the house the doctor the has champ always been is in, in the, the house, house but now she's the champion so um let's put it this way congratulations it, Rebecca yeah congratulations you deserve it 100% DMD. finally the face of the women's division just like we wanted um she actually came out on twitter the other day saying that she wants to go champion versus champion she wants to go against impact's Deanna Peraza who Ooh. she is on an undefeated streak since she left NXT or got fired from NXT and became the women's champion in Impact Wrestling. So, wow. yeah, she, those two can go at it, I feel like. I've, I've been saying this. I've wanted this. I've even said that I wanted Britt Baker to show up on Impact Wrestling and go against Deanna Prazo yeah. on this podcast multiple times. <laughs> and now she's posting about it. Oh, This shit. is what I want. Somebody's taking up after Kenny's footsteps trying to collect them belts. Uh, yo, why can't mm. there be two belt collectors? True, true that, true that, true that. So, I like the match. Um, I, I'm just not a Sheeta fan. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I fucking um, hate And She's so boring. I, she's boring. She doesn't know how to sell properly. I, I can't... I can't deal with her. And... I... She's just mediocre at best to me. She can never get yeah. be over the top for me. You know, like, she'll never be a Britt Baker to me. Like Immortal Joe. Like, mediocre! Dude, she... They gave her a big celebration for having the title for a year. Yeah. But she only had three defenses in that year. 
And that's it's, horrible. And it's like, come on, like that's I mean, not a champion. I mean, it's it's, me. a, it's also unfortunate though because she was away in Japan when this was happening with COVID. Like she stayed. She came back though, and then she defended that. She didn't even defend that title. She no, showed, she didn't. She showed up. She stood in the background, staring at a fucking monitor, holding her fucking title, clutching it for dear life because she can't do shit. I really started liking when she was starting to talk. I was like, oh, okay. She's getting confidence in talking. Yeah. And even though she's not, ha- she doesn't have perfect English, at least she's trying. But, like, yo, like, get a mouthpiece. Or um, just let her talk Japanese and translate it on TV. I love her gimmick. I love her uh, I demeanor. Like her I do like her gimmick. I, I love her, like demeanor. her demeanor. I don't like her style. I don't like her style. Her, she's like clunky. That. She's... Not oh. smooth at all. I think she needs she needs a lot more training and refinement for sure. I'm not a big fan. Bottom line, um, I'm a huge fan of Britt Baker. I am so thrilled that uh, the way that the match went down, though, um, there were a lot of false finishes, like with Britt Baker getting hit with the crutch. Yeah, um, that was unexpected. I thought for a second that was gonna make her lose. I thought Sheeta was gonna lose when uh, she got curb stomped onto the belt. Oh man, that's where I wished it would have ended. I yeah. wish they ended this match right there, gave her the belt because that was the loud pop that the that was the loudest pop that the crowd had during that match mm-hmm. for the entire match. But then people were like, "What?" And then they're like, "Okay, well, good. You better have given her the belt." But like, why did you have to do all that extra stuff after that? Yeah, dude, she got up and she hit a fucking fucking arrow. It as was soon so as she got curb stomped onto a belt, What's you the should point? be out. Yes, Ow. what's the point of those moves? I agree with Bully Ray when he talks often and complains about how, why are you using these finishers? For what? They're not finishers anymore. Now mm-hmm. they're just fucking basic moves. They're, mm-hmm. they're nothing special. What makes them special anymore? Me nothing. personally, if I, you get kick out of it. I would have loved to see her curb stomp her onto the belt, not even pin her. Just yeah. lock in the fucking, uh, what's it called? The lockjaw. Yeah, That's like hurt some, get her around into the submission hole for the lockjaw, and bam, mm-hmm. done. That's it. But I understand that and that you, could come across wrong, too, because of what's been going on with the anti-racial hate against Asians. I understand it. But, but like, this is this wrestling, is, and exactly. this is not supposed to at all ever portray that. If anybody has ever, like, um, felt hurt by it or anything, it's not intentionally made for that. I'm pretty certain. And it was strictly for the way the crowd was popping out at it, for it being like, it's finally going to be a new champion, and it's the champion we've always wanted, which is Britt Baker. This is the match that I didn't like the false finishes for. Bottom line. Uh, f- yes, agreed. This is it. So, totally um, agreed. Because of that, I gave it a four out of five. Because it would have been an excellent match, despite my hatred for like Sheeta's attitude. Mm-hmm. I really feel like... Uh, Britt Baker definitely delivered so much that she carried the entire show. Okay. She definitely carried the show for me. I'm with you with the, with that as well. Um, For me, if it wasn't for Britt and Reba, ringside, nope. No. Nope. Sheeta wouldn't have put on a match at all. It wouldn't have been fun. It wouldn't have been entertaining. It would have just right. been drag. Yeah. Like the drag of the world. So, I'm they glad. They definitely have great dynamic together. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yo... Her clutch is her crutch. Yeah, she ain't afraid to admit it too, and I love it. I love that they're not, they're very proud women to talk about the way they are. Like, all right, so and and. So tomorrow night, I can't wait to see our celebration. Oh for, man, for Baker. that's right. It, it should be a much bigger celebration than she does. 
yes we're filming thursday night you guys so friday night on june uh 4th is it i think it's the fourth yeah june 4th yeah, we june will 4th. be uh having dynamite at 10 p.m on tnt mm-hmm so uh be sure to set your recorders mine's already set <laughs> so the next matchup remember tivo sorry guys taking me back <laughs> 20 years <laughs> to the original dvr yeah Where ddr dvr oh i thought you said ddr nah like dance dance revolution all right so what is the next match Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Okay, I thought I was gonna be like super bored. I loved this match, and I wasn't, and I was. I fucking loved this match. Um, I felt like it was dragged on a little bit, but it was the, great on all ends. The only person I didn't love in this match, offensively, mm-hmm. was Darby. Oh, I, okay. I only liked Darby on his defense. He sold defensively hardcore. Yeah. Um, with Ethan Page throwing him into the fucking crowd onto his brothers. Yo. Was out of control. Ethan Page has an awesome psychopath. Like. That, that stare. That's. When the camera zoomed in on him, like. Ugh, I'm like, yo, he looks like one of those bosses you have to fight in, like, the fifth level of, like, a dungeon. Street Fighter. It's scary. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. He no. took really, um, they did really great though. I love it when it was Sting versus Scorpion versus Scorpio Sky. I like oh, um, Scorpion I versus Scorpio. Thing, no, I know, but I really enjoyed seeing Scorpio Sky against Sting. So that was um, fun. But yeah, now, the entire match was awesome. They like Sting did more than I thought he would. That's where I was gonna go. What'd you think of Sting? I think he did. I think he did a great job for him being an older. Um, gentleman, 62. You would think he would be like, Oh my god, I can't. My hip or my heart or my asthma says or I something. need to back you out of me. <laughs> so, whatever excuse, right? You know, but he performed pretty well and he still knocked out his uh moves. They did it well enough that he could perform and not have to overperform to get himself to exertion. I agree. Um, they were smart with him doing the crossbody splash off the poker set. Yeah, that was the fun. Poker chips. That was mad fun. Um, I loved that he had so much offense with Scorpio Sky. Loved that he had so much offense yeah. with Scorpio Sky. Um, oh, excuse I, me. Sorry, guys. I enjoyed... There was a moment within the match where Scorpio Sky locked in a leg lock onto Darby. And Scor- Sting had the Scorpion Deathlock locked in on Ethan Page. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Darby and Ethan were just staring at each other, like and they looking at each freaking- other and just like screaming at each other. <laughs> they were they were wrestling each other. They like, were they- like hand for hand. I'm and like, what are they doing? It's like, yo, they they have so much hatred that no matter what pain they're in, they're still going at it. <laughs> I want to see this match. That was fun. They are building this match up. Darby versus Page. They said that. Well, Ethan Page. Yeah. Because we have a Hangman Page and v- Ethan Page. We got now. two pages and two cages. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Would that work? That could work. Double Page versus Double Cage in a double cage match. Oh, my God. And they'll have two pages of contracts. Blood and Guts Part 2. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, make, it ha- make it be on. Make it come on guys, you could do this. February twenty second, two thousand twenty two. Make it happen, you guys. Come on. 
I'm putting it onto the universe. I'm hoping for it to be. <laughs> so for the finish? That is so far-fetched. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. I have no idea. <laughs> um, you were talking about things, and I just like was like, oh, where is she going? She, she just got off on a unicorn and tried to do like, it. No, I got on a gummy bear and, and floated away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. The finish. Um, Sting got the hot tag of the night. Yes. Of the whole night, Which I, I got surprised, like. but pop. happy with. Um, He was able to hit all of his moves, all of his How'd you feel moves. about him having the pop? I felt like it was something that he deserved. Um, He fought Seth Rollins and he fought Triple H back in the day at WrestleManias, and he really didn't get that big of a pop that he should have, I felt. Um, it was... Gr- he got a pop for his entrances back then. But not for the way that he was selling or for his maneuvers. Like, Mm. he was just not put over properly. And in this match, they put him over properly. He hit the Scorpion Deathlock. He hit the Scorpion scorpion, uh, Splash. Like, he he did the Wu chance, you know? Like, (laughs) he was just Sting, and he was just having fun with it. And he had a blast and we had a blast while we were watching him that's exactly and what i'm saying these guys look the like they have fun smartest thing by doing what you wanted sting winning with the scorpion deathlock yep. on scorpio sky yep. because you didn't make ethan page lose ah. you made you didn't make the new person lose you okay. made the veteran lose. Yeah, that's you true. made the person true, true. who already has a bunch of losses on his record lose. I mean, I like the play on words for it. I like the whole like Sting on the do the Scorpion Deathlock on Scorpio Sky like something just <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. So leading out of this, like I said, I just want Paige versus uh, Darby. What you uh, rate the match? Oh, man, I gave this a four out of five. Yeah. This was high fun. I mean, I agree because it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was predictable that Sting was gonna win. Look, if Sting didn't win, we were gonna have. Um, I think we would have had a riot. Oh, wow. I think people would have gone crazy. Like, do you think that they would have been disgruntled if Darby had the win? Is that what you mean? Um, no. If Ethan Page or Scorpio Sky won. Oh, okay. Yeah, if they definitely beat Sting, an uproar. Yeah. Like, if Sting lost in his first, first big match back, yeah, so everyone would have erupted and booed, and we wouldn't have been able to hear any announcements or anything or yeah. Jr. on the mic. Not like we could hear Jr. on the mic okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> the crowd is pretty nuts. It was wild. It was awesome to hear like such a deafening, what could be a deafening sound. I can't even imagine. I'm pretty sure that next time we go to a show, if we could ever go to a show again, that I'm definitely going to need some earplugs. For oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> You'll be able to hear everyone, even with the men. <laughs> well, you know, it'll help calm down at least 32 decibels oh man i can't wait i i want my ears to be ringing again i want my oh, throat I, to be sore I again i it's not enjoyable at all oh man it's what i love hearing about loss. a show you, do, you don't want man, huh? anyway um <laughs> get you a fucking hearing aid bro <laughs> i'm not needing a hearing aid yet not yet not yet not yet uh, but um hopefully my ears will go deaf from happiness Oh, well, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next matchup, triple threat, AEW title. Pac, Cassidy, Kenny Omega, your thoughts? What'd you like? What'd you hate? What'd you think overall? I don't think I hated anything from the match. Okay. I think that 
everything was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to really recollect it. It's been a while. It's been almost a week. So, um, I knew that I was looking forward to it. I was having like definite hopes of what Cassidy would perform, okay. which he did. Mm -hmm. And I was really upset that there was no audible for this. But I understand that there's contracts and Kenny has a contract to hold these belts for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So I knew Cassidy would definitely not get the belt, but I really love the false finish. I really love the pump up buildup. That was my favorite part where it really legit seemed like he was about to get the win. Like, oh shit, no fucking way. Because if this happens, I'm going to throw the blanket and I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to wake up the neighborhood. I'm going to go nuts. But, um... You know, it was still an awesome match. I gave it a five out of five. I agree. For the performance on everybody. I Kenny, fucking agree. Hawk, and, and Cassidy. I mean, I really hated Don fucking interfered. I mean, there was Again. no DQ, so why does it matter? But yeah, That's I a triple threat know. for you. Those are the rules. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so annoying, though. I was just like, ugh, ugh. For me? I'm over it. It was high octane energy. Oh um, yeah! Every single move was well calculated. <laughs> from whenever anybody was like on a top rope about to do a move, and then another opponent will come out of nowhere and fuck their plan up and hit their own move. Like it happened so many times, but it was so flawless. Like everybody, I got didn't their, catch it. Every single time, got everybody got their time to shine. Like every single person. Um, I love that Kenny got to use pack. I keep saying Pac pack I love that Kenny used every fucking belt on Pac yo that was crazy he hit him with on every pack. on both all four belts it's pack on pack pack last pack and pack for me it was a great finish the four belts to the face yeah that was um, nuts Cassidy comes out of nowhere and hits the orange punch and tries to steal the fucking match. Oh man, I'm like, please let it be. Please. But I'm happy that Kenny won without using a finisher at all. What he, did he do? When uh, Orange Cassidy hit that orange punch on him, yeah, he just rolled him up into a crucifix pin, stole the match. That's it. Okay. Quick out of the ring, took his titles and ran away with Cal. Like, all right, I'm out now. Um, I enjoyed every fucking bit of it. It's a cheap win for an ultimate scumbag heel right now. Yeah. And it's a perfect way for him. Same way he won it. Yeah. Cheap, cheap we'll Let him win. keep squealing his way out of it. Eventually, there will be someone that will come up to him and he'll actually have to use his skill for. I mean, it works. It's going to be a big build-up to someone, to the next opponent. Who do you think will be the I next one? I don't know. Jungle Boy is his next opponent. We are right now. Oh. But that big, <laughs> but that right. big person, yo, give me a Dan O'Brien. <gasps> give me a fucking CM Punk. Oh, like, Brian Danielson. Give me please. a Samoa fucking Joe. Because all these people know technically how to fucking wrestle the right way. Like, and you don't know him the right way at all. Like, I'm probably going to be the same way about how I was with the next announcement I'm about to make. Because the new addition was not just Leo Rush. but well, Leo the... Rush is on a handshake deal. Oh. But go on. Oh, thank you for confirming that. Sorry. And clarifying that. Yes. But this is not a handshake deal. But this, you guys. Oh, my God. The strongest man in the world. 
Mark Henry. Tony Schiavone was so proud. He was so proud. And when he when he said the strongest man in the world, the crowd popped so hard. And I was just ah. like, I know this. All right. I know this. But my goodness, that stole the show. Mm-hmm. That, that was the craziest. That was the biggest pop of the night. That was out of control. Most awesomest um, surprise so ever. For someone who is a WWE lifer to just up and leave seemed really fucking weird. <laughs> up until this week. Like, this, this has been a really weird fucking week. It was it was um, a very a weird month actually a very strange weekend. Um, within the past month, we have had m- at least fifteen or sixteen different WWE talents released from their contracts. Um, it's gotten to a point where McMahon seems like he's selling his company. You got some explaining to do. So he's releasing all these people. He's released Mark Henry to go off and make his own money and do things because apparently know, they had a great. Um, yeah, they had a great rebuttal about that. Yeah, apparently he's actually selling to NBC for four billion or two billion. So Shit. he's going to be letting go. They're cutting costs. They're chopping corners. They let go of Braun Strowman because he was making a million dollars a year. Like, who lets go of fucking Braun Strowman? I'm sorry, he's a giant. He doesn't do a lot, but you're not utilizing him the right way. Right. Um. You, oh man, I want to see him against Archer so much. You let go of fucking Alistair Black. <gasps> he just returns. You just package him in a I'm brand like, new way, and you, you let go what? of him. Like some of these people seem like they were just there to be butt hurt because of like, look at Lana. Lana was put through a table for twelve weeks in a row. Lana was let go too because Rusev showed up on AEW, on AEW as Miro, yep, and they humiliated her week after week after week after that. Zelina too. Vega left because she wanted to go to Twitch and do her own thing, mm-hmm. and they floundered Aleister Black. Like, come on, yeah, it it, it it it's like. You're letting all these people go. Daniel Bryan didn't resign. Mark Henry left. A lifer. It's like, oh, how many more people are going to be released? Like, I'm pretty it, sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of the older ones are going to stick around. But you know, it's really great to see Mark Henry joining this team because we not only have Jericho, but we have Cody, and we have oh man, now Mark Henry and Christian, Christian Cage and like, Big yo, Show and Big Show and Matt Hardy. Like, these you said are the Matt Hardy. guys. And Matt Hardy. We have these guys that, you know, that have been around for quite some decades. And it's it's going to be so fun to see where this company is going to go in their evolution. I really hope that they keep continuing with their creativity because it's so awesome. I'm actually having a fun time watching wrestling. And I never thought I would ever fucking say that because I hated wrestling for such a long time. I frowned upon it. I judged it quickly. I naysayed it. I picked upon it. Um, you know, but I really appreciate it for what it is, especially with AEW. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, hardcore, hardcore I, AEW fan. I was at a point with WWE where I just didn't really want to watch WWE anymore. I would only want to watch pay per views. And yeah, when we started that, dating, you were watching Raw and SmackDown, and then it started dwindling down. Yeah, to but I was also watching New Japan and Ring of Honor and MLW, and I were like one of my first dates was it was a ring of honor oh yeah yeah ring of honor was one of our first uh shows yeah don't even remember it 
<laughs> oh man, we got so blasted that, that night. Was a crazy that was a crazy night. bad night. Like that was not a good night. But so, it was a fun time at the concert. I know that. Not the concert, the show. <laughs> so uh look, my thing is with the fresh crop of wrestlers who are the EVPs who have been giving us a fantastic uh, product already with Tony Khan. And now with these veterans who know the way things should be and know the right way of running things backstage, we're going to have a company that is going to be flawless. Not flawless, but that is going to become the new flagship show. Oh, for sure. For sure. So let's get into the final match of the night. Stadium Stampede. Oh, man. Yo, fucking Inner Circle came in like a wrecking ball. They came in from the sky and dropped down. I was like, wow. Yo, I don't know if you caught it, but Sammy Guevara pulled, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shawn Michaels. When he was coming down, he did like the same pose that Shawn Michaels was doing when he came down from his zipline oh, for WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. No, uh, I didn't catch that. So I was looking at different people swinging. I'm like, oh, they all stopped. Are they okay? They stuck. <laughs> they, uh, oh, that was a slack. Like, oh shit, we forgot how to press the squeeze the button. We forgot to squeeze the rope. Yo, I, that that that's nervous. But that was cool. That's crazy. That that's, was a that great was very entrance. high. That's very scary. Yes. Like, I don't. Um. I don't know. I just don't like. Okay, that so kind for of this spot. whole match, right? It scares me because of everything that's happened with Owen All right, Hart. You're right here. It's okay. You're not up there. You're I not know. in. The, you're not in the heights. It's cool. No, nah, I know. It just freaks me out because of Owen Hart and everything that happened with him. That was a shame. Yeah. yeah. Totally understood. Um. But for the the great Safeway that they entered, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And for the show itself, I'm really torn with it. What part was my favorite? Okay. Because I loved everything. All right. Um. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make two points. Um, two of my favorite things to see were Sean Spears getting that awesome camera trick shot with him getting zoomed into the room of him full of chairs. I love the shot. I didn't like the payoff. I, I completely agree. And um, the other one was the entire club scene. Okay. The entire club fight. It I just love felt that like such so a, much. It felt like something I would see in Brooklyn, like all the time. Like, yo, people get into fights and these parties and shit, and this just happens. And happens, the DJ you was know? fucking Conan. <laughs> Conan is always involved with the inner circle wherever they go, where if they're in Vegas, like yeah, he, he's always oh there now. God, he's always so in their funny. party scenes. That scene was so great, but like I would say that the the you know the the. The club scene was way better because, unfortunately, with that chair scene, with Guevara, yo, I was like, Guevara versus Sean Spears, hell yes. In, in a room full of fucking chairs, there's like 100 chairs in there. But it was more intimidating than it was. It was like, you thought you were going to walk into Saw and you only got like... A bunch of chairs stacked a chair. nicely. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Look, it was a beautiful shot. Um, it was really oh, cool. I was so hyped for it, though. It was really cool. Like, uh, Guevara did that fucking running wall flip. Oh, like, to I, avoid oh him. I tweeted you guys. I was like, oh, I'm like, here, like, Guevara's over here. Like, go, ninja, go, ninja, go. And I did like, a little <laughs> gif of uh, Michelangelo doing, like, the ice, ice baby. Now. <laughs> no, he was doing, like, the ice, ice baby dance. <laughs> like, you know, when they was in part two, they was like, yeah. ice, ice. 
So go ninja, go ninja, go. My thing is, he picks up a fucking bolt cutter, and he puts it down to grab a chair. If you're about to torture someone, you keep the bolt cutter. I don't care if you're the chairman or not. You go after someone with the bolt cutter. Nah, that thing will cut somebody's finger off. Exactly. No, that's too risky. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, like, you know what, like... Imagine the accident with that. Imagine that goes into somebody's eyeball. A chair is much better, like, chance than that. Because Matt Hardy could tell you that. Yeah. But, um... What you call it? The, uh... I'm trying to think of other things. Oh, like the whole chasing in the hall scenes were great too. I loved Wardlow and Hager in the freezer. Oh, um, him trying to kill him with the like, fucking icicle. Oh, basically, like I was like, oh my god, like, like you're try all Sub Zero and shit, yo. Get over here. Oh man, I was I I was waiting for this like matchup for a while for like this matchup, and I'm so glad to see it happen. Like. It, other matches, them against each other was great and it's fun, but it was always teasers. It's always so just so small. This was fun. I love Sean Spears running away from the biker club. Oh, he had the table turned. Now Guevara is the one behind the wheel, um, and he was running him over. Well, first there was a bike club that yeah, he was running ran from, over. and then he ran him over in a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, they actually ran him over though. Um, yo, like, Spears oh, with Spears with applause for the, taking that bump, yo. That was that was a good bump. Very hey, nice. Hey, Guevara took the bump too. Yeah. Um, this is becoming a yearly, uh, wow, uh, not celebration, a yearly, uh, it's a tradition, tradition, wow, <laughs> sorry, that gummy is hitting me hard, uh, <laughs> now you know, so, I, I loved everything, I loved when they got back to the live crowd, the whole crowd went fucking crazy for everything, um, yo, Guevara took a crazy stiff shot with the chair, though. Chairman got in that Oof, nice, yeah. nasty shot in front of the live crowd. Smart for them to do it there. Oh, Not I, backstage. You know, when you called that during the match, that they're going to probably integrate it into the live crowd, I thought that was really awesome that yeah. they did that. I love that, too. Um, I'm glad that Sammy got his redemption and got the win. Yeah. Um, hitting the go-to-sleep, hitting the 630 senton onto Spears. Yeah, I dropped my jaw with that go-to-sleep move. I was like, oh. Oh, man, he's so good at it. Oh, are they teasing? Because, I mean, they already said the next show is Chicago. Just saying. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, so, uh, like I said, I love that Sammy got his redemption. Um, he was the one that won, but I wish he pinned MJF. Yeah, why? I, because MJF is the one that threw your best friend off the fucking top of the Aww. cage. MJF is Redemption. the reason. Yeah, MJF is the reason why the inner circle almost broke up. MJF is the reason why you guys are feuding. Sean Spears got nothing to do with it. True. It's mainly MJF. I think it's setting up um, a Guevara versus Sean Spears match. So every it's gonna be one on one. I mean, at this point, I'd rather Guevara versus uh, MJF match. Uh, you might have been in a circle. I mean, the pinnacle, but you didn't beat me. You know? Ooh, that kind okay. of thing I'd rather have. That's a good song. That's a good song. That's you know? Um, so this match, I also gave a 5 out of 5. So fucking yeah. fun. So yeah. so great. Um, did it beat last year's Stadium Stampede? I don't know. Because I did want to watch. I, I mentioned several times that I wanted to watch the Stampede 
the last year's stampede match but we didn't get around to being able to do so and Saturday, we'll i can't that. really quite remember we'll do it on Saturday. much of it we got nothing to do nah, dude i don't want to see no more now like oh, man i still want to see it <laughs> you can watch it then but i don't okay. want to watch it no more i want to chill but like you know um i can't say although i mean it's it it wasn't hangman on a horse or <laughs> The crazy hair that Matt Hardy and Omega had oh with their God. fucking coming out the side of the cart and running over Guevara and the different faces of Matt Hardy showing it, up. It was just nuts. Last the adobo being nuts. used. Yeah, so the adobo is a weapon, <laughs> exactly. And then he that, made a uh, proud adobo. One winged angel off of the. Entrance for the yeah, oh my god for football the, teams for the Jaguars. Yo, I can't. I just it was hard. It wasn't as excite. I would I would say it wasn't as as excite fulfilled as last year's, but okay. it was definitely awesome for them to have it integrated. That's why I gave it the five out of five because they actually integrated the yeah pre-recorded with the live action they, audience they and were they did able it to really good take something that was only meant to be a means of getting through covid and having fun with it into something that you could actually do live it's a good quote-unquote merger yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's great synergy um, <laughs> we're here all night <laughs> actually we're only here for one last segment um, <laughs> aew announced all out yeah all out is guys. taking place on september 5th in chicago illinois chicago. um so guys first things first we know she said it before are they teasing it hometown of chicago. every single time any fucking show no matter what it is wwe ring of honor mlw i don't care if it's triple a i don't care if new japan strong goes there anyone i can't wait I teases wait. cm punk and no it, what carl winslow <laughs> You're an idiot. Um, I couldn't help it, you guys. He beat me to before he said CM Punk. I thought I could get in the Carl Winslow before you said CM Punk, but you said it too fast. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, let the speculation begin for CM Punk. Yes. And Carl Winslow being his bodyguard. Um, so we have one match already announced for that show. What's that? We have a women's casino battle royal. Oh, exciting. So we know that there's going to be a new woman debuting. We know that a new lady will be present, and we know that Burbega is going to win everything anyway. Oh, no. It's going to be like how no, this week. a battle royale. Okay. Yeah, how we had this week. Uh, the aces, the spades, the, the diamonds, the hearts, and then the wild card. Oh. The joker. Yeah, yo, that wild card, though. So, I Wait, already... who was the wild card? Was it Leo Rush? Leo Rush. That shit was crazy. So I already have a couple of speculations for that's, wild I think card. That's my favorite wild card I've ever seen yet. Yeah. Yet. Right, Anywhere. Right now, yeah. I think that's my favorite so far. Because I wasn't familiar with Matt Seidel. Okay. And um Christian, I wasn't so crazy for I was more of an Edge fan than I was a Christian fan. I didn't really get to see them as their tag teams. I saw them as their solo mm-hmm. or as their solo personalities. Um but I'm pretty sure they had one of the best like dynamics of their time and their era. But like, oh man, Leo Rush was just such a fun surprise, and it's I can't wait because he's such um. For me, he's like, I wish that Riho was like how he is, 
you know like he's he's a small frame person too i'm pretty sure that she could do that too if she could she's been wrestling for this long how come she hasn't tried to like expand her moves and her sets mm -hmm. like why not expand her personality a bit why not change up the pink and white why not change it to green and red or like you know to pink and purple or like whatever kind of mixed colors turn her heel Nah, I can never see her as a heel. I think she's a forever baby face. Turn her heel. Nah. <laughs> I, I want to see it. Um, so, for me, for this Women's Battle Royal. Who do you think is wild card? Wild cards. I got a list. I actually, wild card, bitches. I got a list. Because with the recent WWE fucking releases, yeah. um, technically 90-day no-compete clause already started, and there should be a good, like, three or four days before the show. Like, that they... That 90 days is up. Um, so. Well, they're, all, they're Ruby, done in August. Yeah, number so one. They should be in time for September. Number one, Mickey James. Makes the most sense to me. Mickey James. She's okay. a women's legend from WWE. So she's done everything. She was held back multiple times, multiple runs. Um, she could be seen just like a Mark Henry for the women's division. Wow. Ruby Riot. Ruby. Ruby. Um, Chelsea Green, who was held back multiple times in WWE. She debuted and she got injured. Then she debuted again and oh, she got injured. Oh. And then she debuted and they did nothing with her. Um, she is also, what's his name's uh, wife? Uh, Matt Cardona's wife. <laughs> so, there you go. She's amazing as she is in the ring. She's a hot mess, quote unquote. <laughs> That's her uh, personality. Her personality is a hot mess. Yeah, she's got... Makeup all crazy on one side, like in, oh, you'll, I gotta show you some pictures. You'll love her. Oh. Um, the forever ongoing speculation of Tessa Blanchard. That's another one. Mm, we've been hoping for her for a while. I think that she might not end up coming over. I don't know. Me, give me uh, Thea Trinidad, Zelina Vega. I would love that to be the wild Zelina card. Zelina Vega. Yep. If Zelina Vega comes over, her husband better come over. Uh huh. That's because why I'm hoping for it. if her husband comes over, he better be he better be battling the murder hog and Yen. all of them. And oh my god, Tommy Ann versus Lance Archer. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. That. Although I'm so sad to know that Alistair Black is a retired name. I really It's a good end. I mean a good I love ending the name, to his name. Though, get it. Tommy but I M. get it. He's gonna uh <laughs> But I love that he's sticking with something, you know, that is him. So And he owns his own music too, so Look at that shit. So yep. I just wonder how he's gonna have his entrance. That's not gonna be this awesome Undertaker shit. Yeah. You know, that I'm was interested so by fun. It. But he's Man, gonna, I've seen that live multiple times. That is so great to see he's live. He's going to walk out and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, you lucky. Man, with all the fog and everything. Him versus Andrade at NXT TakeOver. Holy shit. In Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. okay. At the Barclays Center. That was out of control. Out of control. Didn't we go to that show? No. No, this that was way before we, I met oh, you. Oh, this was way before? Yeah. Oh, okay. We had one show back in uh, 2019. Yeah, I think we went to like a holiday show. We went to a Raw it was a it raw. was a raw show a raw at the garden right yeah it was like oh you know what it's 50 bucks or something let's go it was a, it ended up being like 72 bucks or something really great seats yeah fun very and I fun had a blast i had a blast yeah, yeah we were right next to we were good enough that we could uh fucking go get beer come back people were cool <laughs> you know but um my, nothing beats a live show man it, my it really is last pick oh um, 
is actually two picks. Lana! No, I think <gasps> she's just gonna show be showcased. I don't think she's gonna be a wrestler. I think she's just gonna be an old school manager. Just like uh, Jake the Snake is gonna be. Interesting. The way that she was back in the day, the way that Miro is now. Um, the Iconics. Ew. I know you say ill, but what if the wild card is actually two wild cards? And they both come in together. I know you don't like them, but you know what, dude? Nah. They could come in and no. start up a women's tag team division. Because that was so loud. They could start up the women's tag team division. No. That's where I'm at. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want to see them as champs. You know no. they're coming in. No. You know that Sean Spears is married to one of them. I don't want it. I know, and they call each other like Cassie baby. Lee. Or whatever. Yeah. They're mad gay. <laughs> they're super adorable. I love Not in it. a bad way. Super adorable. Yes, when we say gay, it's the nice it's way. It's the loving it's way. It's the loving way because it's the cutest way, it's the most happiest way. And they're super adorable. But um, The old school meaning for I gay. just Not don't. I guess it was their personalities. I just can't stand their voices. They have voices that make me want to punch them. Uh, all right, so. I just, I don't know if it was the demeanor of the way they talked or anything, but I just hated the personality that they portrayed. So one really, of uh, really hated it. There's such a tainted like. Ugh. One of Cassie Lee's last promos on Raw Talk was one of the most unscripted promos out there from WWE. They just gave her two minutes. They were like, just go, just run, do your thing. You're a singles performer now. You're getting your shot. Do your thing. And she put over everyone like she actually seemed like she knows what the fuck she's doing mm -hmm. and she didn't have that annoying fucking voice she had conviction in her voice she actually seemed like a moxley promo i gotta to, see that to a like point where bully ray was right now praising like, it bleh. praising it bully bleh. ray bleh. if bully ray can bleh. praise it i think there's hope bleh. Bleh. Put it that bully way. Ray. i know you bully wait. ray ain't me no Nah. I love Bully Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Bully Ray funny. <laughs> so, um, that's the show, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for listening in. Sorry that we're so late on it. We have the show tomorrow night now, and we'll probably hopefully have some time over the weekend to be able to do a follow-up show. But we're so glad that you guys have like been dedicating to listening to us. If you're a new listener, thank you for joining in on listening to our show. We're really passionate about AEW. We love the direction it goes in, and we like talking about it. So if you guys want to have any discussions or opinions, have any ideas, find us on Twitter. You can find me at Phoenix Faye, F-E-N-Y-X-F-A-E. And you got me at the Monica underscore Lunacy. This is Derek. And Shelly. Peace. <laughs>